0: For way too long and I really miss you. Love you, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Top fives and deep dies with out of PTM. Top fives and deep
1: dies with town of PTM. Top fives and deep dies with out of PTM. Top fives and deep dies with town of PTM. Hey guys,
0: welcome to Top Fives and Deep Dives. This is Justin. I'm uh, over here in LA. We've got Mike over in London. What's up, dude?
1: Yo, freshly boosted over here.
0: Just hours Ooh. away
1: from my booster. I feel invincible again.
0: Okay, amazing, amazing. I'm I'm recovered from COVID, so both of us, I guess, are immune now.
1: I think that's how it's supposed to work. Fuck you. That's I'm what they cry. say.
0: Although I might get super boosted and just get boosted anyway. Because why Love not that.
1: You get that natural immunity plus that makeshift? I think it's good. that's
0: I'm superhuman. Uh, wow. Epic, epic day today. Dare I say. guest. So also
1: freshly boosted.
0: Also freshly boosted. A guest that we have been wanting to have on for a proper episode like this since the day we started the podcast. And this, by the way, is episode 70 today which crazy in and of itself coming out on boxing day so we hope everyone had a merry merry christmas and with that said this is a big christmas episode top five classic christmas songs so we're going to be talking christmas classics and we have the one and only mike's wife the legend herself karina jacobson what the hell is up
2: What's up i'm super <laughs> pumped to be on the podcast so thank you guys for having me and especially for a christmas episode because i think in your previous christmas episodes as discussed michael mentioned that i'm a huge christmas fan
1: yeah we have to get you maker. on for something you're passionate about
2: <laughs> and here's this was the one
1: i will say <laughs> of the three of us i, I want it to be known I'm I'm driving this episode. I've pushed for this Christmas episode. So,
0: the guy that doesn't even love Christmas as much as the two fanatics over yeah,
1: here. That's right. So, <laughs> not total Grinch.
0: He's not a Grinch anymore.
2: He just puts a facade on, pretends like he hates Christmas, but he actually truly loves it.
0: You know how much he loves it, Karina? He how talked much? me into doing a third Christmas episode that's going to come <laughs> out <on> next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you see it's just all this is all up front he's just this is bullshit
0: (laughs) again it's literally the tale of the Grinch unfolding in real life his heart's grown three sizes it's true Uh, not
2: quite as much
1: as when I watched Moana but it's still slightly bigger than normal this
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god all right so Christmas classics (laughs) pretty much we talked about this the three of us a little bit before recording I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but we're talking the classics from growing up from you know, we all grew up in the 90s, so all of the old school, you know, over the course of the 1900s classics. I believe that probably nothing post 2000 is going to be on this list. If there yeah. is, it can be argued in, but we're getting down to the the real deal, the the, the classics and we all know what they are. Yeah, so, this is the
1: don't overthink it category. The songs exactly. that you've heard a million times every year since you were born.
0: And with that said, I've over overthought it to an insane degree. Classic I'm, town. Yeah. Speaking of classics, I uh, am just having so much trouble here. There's just seven that need to be in my top five, and, and I, I just I'm the same.
1: I'm the same. Ugh. I've got I've got a total of fifteen, so healthy honorables. But yeah, there's a top seven. There's something about that number It uh, was a little bit magic for this yeah. category.
0: But okay. I think we need to jump into this. This is just I I just love that Karina's on here. And also, funny enough, we had we had Alex on the last Christmas episode. So we're getting the significant others in here for where it counts. Christmas when all we want to do is spread joy. So we're going to start with Mike today. We're going to have Karina go second. I'm going to clean it up at third. Mike, start us off. You 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 Christmas lover
2: (laughs) sorry I couldn't contain the last
1: I feel really good about getting in here at my number 5 slot I mean it's not a draft but I like the look of my squad I can tell you that (laughs) starting off very strong I'm going with the Christmas song parentheses Merry Christmas the Nat King Cole version
0: I've got it higher fuck
2: fuck (laughs) wow guys absolutely
1: (laughs) robbed
0: just robbed right off the bat i was don't you dare try to talk to me
1: i was getting into the spirit and you just shot me right down
0: (laughs) grinch mode for this guy is activated again
1: okay bah humbug (laughs) all right so so babe that's you you're now kind of starting us off
0: yeah.
2: I guess so. All right. Position. No pressure. Yeah. So uh, for my number five, I went with a pretty classic one for me, um, which is Just Let It Snow by Dean Martin off of his wow. Winter Romance album, uh, which is a version from 1959. So a super classic.
0: Such a, <laughs> a- classic. Well, Not
2: in like, my yeah.
1: top 15. So I'm glad you threw it down here.
2: You know, for how much you hate snow, that doesn't surprise me, which is another reason why I was okay with picking it, because I figured you wouldn't have it. But yeah, so Let It Snow. It was written by Sammy Kahn and Jules Stein in 1945.
1: Can I just say, one of the most fun things about making this list was, like, this is... I've never known anything about any of these songs. Like who knew when any of them were written and by whom in like the 40s? Not me. It was a surprise for all of them.
2: I know. I was so surprised. Who knew? Yeah. Sammy Khan and Jules Stein. Thank you. Maybe it's Julie. Hmm. Might be Julie. Anyway. So yeah, that's my number five.
0: Wow. Fantastic. Absolute classic. Um, What a way to lead us off. I mean, I think – Well, Mike isn't clearly, but for me on Christmas Day or Boxing Day, the only thing I'm thinking is please let it snow. I just want a snow covered landscape. And I'm not getting that in Los Angeles, I'll tell you that. I know. I
1: don't want snow ever, and that's probably why it's not on the (laughs) list. But also I feel like the song the only time like the only thing I can think of when you sing this song is Oh, the weather outside is weather. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: which we sing to each other on yes, a regular yes. basis
0: right, that just is just amazing oh god so good
2: <laughs> but i think this song is like like you said town like it's really nice to just have a i don't know freshly snowed christmas morning to wake up to uh, but mm-hmm. i think oh, boo Scrooge. so i think the other aspect of it is the lyrics are really like cozy as well like how they talk about you know Yes, the weather's out, outside is frightful, but you know, fire is delightful. It's really cozy, and even like he has some corn for popping, you know? I just imagine like getting cuddled up and by the fire and having some popcorn and stuff. Like how cozy is that, right? It sounds
1: so nice. Lovely. It does oh, feel do like if we were to come up with 15 songs, it does feel like this one
0: should be in there.
2: Right? It's That's an what
0: absolute I'm saying. like undeniable staple. Of the Christmas scene.
2: Facts. I agree.
0: Okay. Great number five.
1: Town, you now have to decide your number five. I'm not here. sure if you're going with what you had <laughs> on a switch, but it's now time.
0: No switch <laughs> in place. Going with what I had here.
2: Going and with that is
0: it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And you know what? I'm fucking cheating on this one. Oh God. Because I'm both including the Perry Como and Fontaine sisters version as well as the Bing Crosby. I just, wow. it's very hard for me to differentiate. I love them both. Well, so we were much. talking
1: about this a little before the pod. This would be my number six, wow. and it's it's all about Buble for me. It's totally taken over.
0: You know who would fully hundred percent agree with you? Former guest of the pod, David Kramer. Oh, he is a Michael Buble. Of course, you would. Truther, Uh, he's obsessed with Buble's Christmas songs. (laughs) Anyways, I, I like Michael Buble's version, but the Perry Como Fontaine sisters, Mitchell Ayers and his orchestra, that version with those guys, that one is obviously so classic. It has the combo of the male vocals, the female vocals. And then Bing Crosby, of course, you get more of just your straight on like male take on it, but but just both have this insanely special place in my heart. And like when the holidays start, there's a couple songs that I always listen to first. And this this is one of those couple. And it's like there's something about that first hit where it's beginning to look a lot like yeah. Christmas.
2: Oh, this there's is that cozy like one like it. it. This is it, like the
1: have around the house when you're just yes. like cooking or like yeah. whatever. It's yes. just great.
2: I think you hit the nail on the head, town, that the Pericomo and the Bing Crosby versions are both fantastic. I think the Pericomo one like edges out for me, and it's on my honorables. It's one of the first ones on my honorables
0: because
2: it's just, you know, it's a classic. And that first class- line, just like nothing to like kick you in the ass and get you into like Christmas spirit than that line, you know? <laughs>
0: Nothing like it. And what's very funny is actually the Perry Como version and the Bing Crosby version were only recorded like three weeks apart. Damn. Maybe wow. two weeks. So so the Perry Como Fontaine sisters version was recorded on September 18th, 1951. And oh, wait, I'm sorry. It was released on... September 18th, 1951. And then Bing Crosby, his version was October 1st, 1951, which is pretty wild. Yeah, yeah that's I nuts. Mean, nice. who, who knew? Who knew? And a little bit of a fun fact, it originally was titled, It's Beginning to Look Like Christmas. But of course, over the years, because of the actual line, it's just become known as It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas.
1: It's, I mean, this is a better title. I don't even know why they would.
0: What's up with that? Yeah,
2: why would you cut that out? That's I don't can't. know why she you cheat
0: us of that. You can't. It just wouldn't be the same. <laughs> it wouldn't it be the same.
2: same.
1: I'm glad also, you could we have us to that give back so we could rail on them for
0: doing. Hey, that. and before we move on, I have to give credit where credit's due. It was written by Meredith Wilson. So, oh. it wasn't written by either of these guys. It was written by Meredith. So, props Ooh, to Meredith. Meredith for writing this.
1: Okay, are we are we moving on to my number four?
0: We're moving on.
2: Let's move on. Oh.
1: I I've both privately told you that for this episode, unlike many others, this was the only time I could really remember where I knew right away what my number one was going to be. Mm -hmm. And it's at number four.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: And that is the little drummer boy. Oh
0: my (laughs) God.
1: All the way down to number four from one. This was my top, my favorite Christmas song for the last, like, 20 years, and it's been bumped Blasphemy. over the course of three to number four. I'm still a big drummer boy guy, but it's just gotten a little bit too religious for me, you know? I just over mm. the years, it's starting to wear on me. But I've always been a big fan. I just like that this one, like, you get the intensity of the drums and then kind of like that almost, like, choral uh, aspect to the vocals. It, it has something that other Christmas songs I feel like don't have, Um, and I think it's always kind of a low key banger. I don't imagine it would be in most people's top fives, but always been a big fan.
0: Hey, I absolutely respect it. I actually think it's great too. It's not one of my favorites, but I, I mean, picking favorites for these songs is so hard because there's really none that I don't like. So it's like, I really like it. It's probably more in the like 15 to 20 range for me personally.
2: I think it's one that I definitely need throughout the Christmas season to play like a good handful of times, but it didn't make my list, one, because I knew it was going to be on yours. And two, I don't think it's one of those songs that I feel I could hear over and over again. Granted, I think Christmas songs, like most of them, like if you hear them on repeat, you'll get sick of them. (laughs) But this one is like, once I hear it, you know, maybe two, three times, I'm like, okay. I'm done with that, but I love the intensity, like you're mentioning. and I think kind of like town's other pick was it's just one of those songs that I think really helps you get kicked into the Christmas spirit. And I, yeah, think it's really cool. Love the intensity, and I think it's a great pick
1: and And I will say, Loki, I think my favorite version is by Four King and Country, which is like this Christian Australian Christian duo. I don't know anything else they've ever done. But it always pops up in like my recently viewed or I just, I guess, viewing history on like YouTube. So it's for king and country version. Pentatonics version, also good. Bing Crosby, David Bowie, a little bit overrated. i not going to lie.
2: All right. Wow.
0: Okay.
1: Drummer Boy okay. coming in at number four.
0: There we wow. go. That's that is over to so you,
2: blasphemous. Our
0: special
1: guest. What do we got?
2: All right. I don't know if I can follow that drama, but here we go. Number four, I had Sleigh Ride by the Ronettes uh, from 1963.
1: That's getting bumped. Sorry. I've got it higher.
2: Oh, okay. We'll talk about it later, then. Wow. Fine.
0: Oh, boy.
2: Over to you, town.
0: Oh, boy. I wasn't ready for this yet. I wasn't ready. (laughs) I'm still thinking about this. No pressure. The suspense.
2: (laughs) (laughs) this
0: is is just a big moment right here this is when i have to decide a lot number five it was easy number four might have to switch out debate it all right i'm doing it i'm staying i'm sticking the course i'm sticking the course all right number four you're a mean one mr grinch
2: wow
0: Ooh, big pharaoh ravenscroft
1: big big fan it's not in my top five but i love love that it's on your list wow
0: so love
2: glad that I it's it. on your list too Gosh. i did not put it on mine because i actually had a suspicion that michael might put it on his so Ooh. i'm glad that one of us said it because thank god how could you well, go without the grinch
0: you you can't and if if We learned anything from our Christmas episode last year. It's that my favorite Christmas classic movie of all time is the 1966 cartoon version of Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And as much as, of course, this song is not necessarily saying anything that's very sweet or cozy because it's all talking about the downfalls of our friend, the Grinch, but it is just so incredibly, it brings me right back to my childhood every single time. Just the sound of, um, throw Ravenscroft's voice is just incredible. You cannot help when you're singing it, but trying to emulate his voice exactly. And it's just like, Again, just similar to how it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas gets me in the Christmas spirit in in a different way, but also similar. If I hear this song, I cannot not immediately feel Christmas spirit and the whole aura of the holiday. And it's just like there might be no song actually that gets me more in the spirit, because I will just obsessively then start singing to myself all day. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Like, I just can't stop. I can't stop. (laughs) You're a monster. (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) just the best. Thank
2: you. (laughs) This song, I'm so glad that you picked it, Town, because this is just one of the Christmas songs that I feel like is quite unique in a way that it It transports you to the story and you're just completely enveloped in it, which is really fun. And it just makes you feel like a kid and brings you back to like sitting in front of the TV watching Grinch. And I just think it's, yeah, one of the classics. How could you leave it out? You know,
0: you could not have said it better.
1: I, I actually think this one's kind of underplayed. I feel like it doesn't get as much play because it's so connected to the film. Agreed. Uh, but totally alone. agree. I mean, it's it's like you said, ten. And once you, you can't help but sing it. And it really, and like you said, also, it really sort of, train like transports you to to the film.
0: A hundred percent. And honestly, the only reason it wasn't even higher for me is because it is so connected to the film yeah. that, like, it maybe is not as all-encompassing general Christmas song, but it's like it's just so amazing and so impactful that I'm so glad I didn't. Sw- the reason I thought of even swapping it out was because of that fact that it was so specific opposed to like maybe another song that's just your more general Christmas song overall. But I'm so glad I kept it because you guys know how much the Grinch means to me and it's uh, I'm so glad your, your responses made me feel so glad that I kept it.
1: He means a lot to me too, as one of my heroes. <laughs>
2: oh God! <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Look, uh, what I have to live with kidding. a Grinch. <laughs> oh my God! How do you do it, <laughs> I just hope slowly that his heart keeps growing bigger and bigger, which I think it does. I think we're turning so, him. I mean, he's the one who even suggested this to begin with, doing Christmas stuff. So true. Topic. So true. So I feel like we're on a good path. Path to recovery.
1: <laughs> uh, well, speaking of, I guess that's me. And that's my, you. My number three is, is Sleigh Ride. But we have to just hash this out right away because I actually cannot stand the Ronettes version.
0: Oh, how dare you! It's wow. Ella Fitzgerald or
1: Bust. Forget oh, it. Oh, what? Forget it, squad. No way. Their version wow. is way too much ring a and giddy yapping. It's just not for me.
2: You know, th- you don't like the clip clopping in the beginning. Okay, well,
1: the clopping and the clipping and the... no, no,
0: get it no. out of here. Okay.
2: Shocker. Scrooge doesn't like clip clopping and jingle bells.
0: Classic. Karina, I'm with you. Full stop. Sleigh Ride Ronettes is one of my first. It's like my third or fourth honorable mention. So it's in my top 10.
2: Thank you, Town. Ronettes all the way. Although I will say, I fully respect the Ella Fitzgerald pick because it is a close second place for this song Agreed. in terms of versions for me. No Very perfect. close, but I think the Ronettes just eke it out. I'm with it's, you. It's
1: too weird. Like I want this on when I'm like decorating the tree, and Ella just has such a smooth, kind of sultry voice to it. It's almost loungy. It's just, it's, it's perfect. I just don't even know what you guys are talking about. This is bogus ass. <laughs> <song>. <laughs> well
2: i think there's two scales right like you have versions of these songs that are smooth jazzy sexy romantic you're you know hanging lights and things on the trees and ornaments but then i think there's you know really cheery i don't know not jumpy but like just really cheery um Up more upbeat I guess versions of these things and I think the Ronettes like that is just a fun version and Ella obviously does a fantastic job in her version as well but I think it's the the uppity I don't know Christmassy dorky version that I like about that.
1: You described it perfectly it is Christmassy dorky that's not what I'm looking for (laughs) in my in my songs. We know that Mike
0: can't do that. He can't do that.
2: He can't. I cover all the Christmas dork in our house, so it's fine. Which
1: which one features in the 2003 classic Elf, one of your favorite films? Uh, It's Ella, obviously. So game, set, match.
0: Wow. Fight and words. Fight and words. Insert
1: eye roll.
0: (laughs) Whatever.
1: Whatever. (laughs) It's my pick. Slay Ride. Number three, Ella Fitzgerald.
2: Yeah. Ronette's for me. Number four
1: uh okay well Karina. let's hear your number three now it's we over get to, to you number three okay.
2: all right so here's where we go off the rails a little bit
0: oh my oh wow okay
2: <laughs> um speaking to two fellow new englanders who grew oh. up with let it snow and lots of snow and ice and cold oh, and everything no.
1: are you serious right now this number three
2: Oh, I've god. picked
1: oh,
2: "Melikleki Maka" by Bing Crosby and the Get Andrew Sisters.
0: <laughs> Legend. Wait for number Karina? three, Karina. You know who is going to be. Welcome. Oh my god! I am so happy you did this. One, it's on my honorables. Two, you know whose absolute number one favorite Christmas song this is. Is
2: it Alex's? Yep. I fucking love Alex. I know. Alex, my girl. You guys, so you guys I are. Call the call sisters. You know.
0: <laughs> we are uh,
2: soul sisters. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so this is why I went off the rails. Okay. I I realized that for New New Englanders, this is has no place <laughs> in our Christmas. <laughs> but um I going back to the Christmassy dorky stuff, I would say I identify with that. Um and I think this song is just really fun and just the complete opposite, I guess, of, like, the cold, snowy, miserableness sometimes of New England. Mm -hmm. Um, And it brings kind of, like, I don't know, what people sometimes feel on the inside about Christmas. You know, this bright, warm, sunny, happy vibe. And I think Bing Crosby's version of it is fantastic. His voice is just inherently Christmassy, which is delightful and... Yeah, I had to represent it.
0: I'm so happy you picked this. I-, I think Bing Crosby's in the. I mean, he's in the top five for Christmas. He's top voices. five Christmas voices. He absolutely, is.
2: definitely.
1: And Sinatra, Nat King Cole, Bing Crosby. Uh, who are the other two?
2: Are you going to put Michael Bublé on the list?
0: Uh, I, I'm not going. Well, to. look, it's we can't <laughs> go further yet. We can't yeah. go further yet because there's probably some names still to be dropped.
2: That's true. But, okay, good.
0: Um, but man, this song, I mean, literally when you listen to this song on Spotify, the background is like tiki drinks and stuff. It's amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. I mean, literally, it's so fun. It's like Christmas in Hawaii. And like you said, it's, it's sometimes the Christmas in your soul that you're thinking about the happiness that it brings you. And it's, it's so beautifully chill and fun and oh man this is an absolute classic i am ecstatic that this is on your list yes yeah
1: obviously once you said this was gonna upset new englanders i knew exactly where we were going (laughs) (laughs) because your obsession with the song knows no bounds and I, i just have to say like i i feel like i literally didn't hear this song until i was like 20 somehow and then when I heard it, I was just like, what the shit is this? Like, it just, I've never warmed up to it. Like, I've just never <laughs> let it be in my rotation. And I just prefer to keep it at a distance. I don't know about it. I don't want it to be near me. And it, it can just stay away.
2: I think that you just need to maybe spend a Christmas not in a cold, wet, miserable place. And then if you heard this song, it maybe would help you bring the two together a little bit. I don't know. Who knows? Or I still have a way to go to melt the coldness around the Christmas heart that you have.
1: This just doesn't. Well, I mean, look, everyone I think has a handful of Christmas songs that they just like hate, hate, hate that they think are the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is up there for me. I never oh. got this.
0: I've oh, never no. It. That never hurts. Got it. That hurts.
2: Oh, it hurts a little bit, but I'll just put my headphones in. It's fine.
0: Okay. Okay. That's I'll right. keep
2: okay. my Christmas dork on the inside.
1: Hawaiian Christmas number three, right? So yes, ten, number ten. Three. you're number two. I mean, you're number three. Sorry.
0: Okay. So this is going to be. I mean, I've said this for the past two picks, but when I said <laughs> for, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. That that is one of a couple songs that truly kicks off the holiday season for me, and just makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. My number three is the other song that truly does that to me in every single way. And that's It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year by Andy Williams.
2: It's,
1: I mean, yeah, it's a classic.
2: Definite classic.
0: It's funny because, like, I'll have phases with this song where sometimes it falls out of, you know, favor with me for a little bit, maybe because I've overplayed it. But one thing that never, ever happens to me this song is never not. Either the first or second Christmas song I listen to every year, and it just gets the juices flowing. It makes my Christmas spirit just rush out of me. And <laughs> 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 oh god, that could. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, that took a turn. <laughs> I said nothing.
0: I don't even know what you guys are. That talking did dig. <laughs> And I think we're on the same page, Karina. Move
1: on, move on. Uh, quick. Move on. We gotta move on. Nothing happened.
0: <laughs> oh God! If anyone else caught on to where that could have gone, that was hilarious. But, anyways, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Come on, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Clearly, I like to sing all these, as you guys can tell.
1: I mean, this is a, it's a classic. It's a good one. Definitely like to have it around. Wasn't going to make my top five because that would be a lie.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what?
0: That's fair. I will say this. Like a couple songs on this list, I debated it because it's, again, I really, really love it at the beginning of the, the holiday season. Yeah. Then there's other ones that take over, but I just feel like the amount of joy, especially this year. And I think it's getting a little recency bias. But this year, it really struck a chord with me at the beginning of the holiday season. And you know what? We're in dark times right now, and I needed it. And for that reason, it's getting a spot up on the list.
2: I am so happy that you picked this song because I think I totally was vibing with what you were saying because I have my ups and downs with this song, too. And I think it's probably because I'll overplay it. But it it has to be like one of the first songs that I play when I delve into the Christmas list, you know?
0: I mean, it has to.
2: It's just, yeah, it's just really iconic. And I am glad that one of us had it on the list. So thanks for representing town. That That is good. It is
1: a great point, though. You do have to think about some songs are just better to kick off the season, you know, and some last kind of throw out. Uh, And this is definitely a great starter. It's a great opening track.
2: Definitely.
0: It's how you start the Christmas concert. That's how you start it. Yeah. Totally.
1: That's not bad. bad. I
0: like it.
2: I think doing these lists was really challenging because it's hard to make, like, you want to pick songs that, I think my list is representative of songs that sometimes I feel like I could play on repeat, but others are just iconic ones that I have to have, but maybe just a few times. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you want that balance. And I guess that's why it didn't make my list, but I'm so happy that you kept it on yours, like I said, because it would be really weird to not have that in this Christmas playlist at all. You know,
0: I totally hear you and thank you for the kind words.
1: Okay. Well, my number two is a song I definitely listened to throughout the entire season. Well, all, all time. It's, it's just, a, and this is actually, I think my first one where I am picking the original version of the song. And that is, Darlene loves Christmas, baby. Please come home.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow. Getting crickets. Getting it's a little bit deep. It's a deep. little bit of a deep cut. Oh
2: man. Oh man. That this is, is an absolute one. classic.
0: I'm trying to envision it right now.
2: So am I. I'm struggling. All right. <laughs> Mike, Who's so gonna mad? sing it for us? I have to sing it,
1: Mike.
0: You gotta sing, sing it, dude.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. We just have to check it out. I mean, you know the song, you know, Mariah Carey has a great version of it. Give us the name Um, of it again. Christmas, baby, please come
2: home.
0: Give me, can I play it for a sec? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's play it.
0: Oh, my God. Of course I
2: know. Duh. Oh, my God.
0: This is an absolute classic. Thank you.
1: Thank
0: you. Oh, okay. Thank you. This this would have been on my honorables. I don't know Thank what you. I was thinking.
1: Okay.
2: I don't know Thank what you. I was thinking either. This is obviously one that needs to be on my honorables as well. Well, yes. well picked, babe.
1: This one yes. just—I mean—it's so up tempo. It's so like just you know right in your face right from the start. Just just gets me right in that festive mood, and I—I I don't know what people think about Rolling Stone lists lately, but apparently in December 2010 they voted this the greatest rock and roll Christmas song.
2: Wow. Wow.
1: They said nobody can match Love's emotion and sheer vocal power, and I have to agree with that. So thanks, Wikipedia slash Rolling Stone. I just <laughs> this is just a great one, and the Mariah version is great too. But it's if your Mariah version isn't as powerful as the original, that means the original fucking kicks ass, and it does. That's what I'm saying.
0: These these are facts. These are facts. Yeah. Wow. Ooh,
2: great pick. I feel like I uh let myself down a little bit by not having that on my list <laughs>
0: they, you know there's a lot
1: out there so they, they blend together a bit they're all very festive you know yeah One they topic, do and uh i don't blame you but i'm glad you guys but i feel it.
2: like it's we got a good mix going on between the three of us and i'm glad we that some do. of us are picking up what the other ones left out and it's i feel like it's working well
0: i'm curious what you're gonna drop on us right now karina if i'm being honest
2: Oh, okay so this is another kind of What I would say a little controversial of a pick. Oh
1: wow, controversial at number two.
2: I know. So I was. This is one of the one that I kind of just shoved on my list, and then as I kept reordering, I realized no, I actually want this quite high. But it actually to start wasn't even on the list to begin with.
1: Wow, the reverse drummer boy.
2: I know reverse drummer boy. Total total reverse drummer boy. Okay, so this is Santa Claus is coming to town.
1: Oh wow!
2: By Bruce Springsteen, and this is the live version recorded in 1975 at CW Post College in New York.
1: Nice. Whoa! Shut up, Post. Nice. What a pick!
2: It is a. This is just so solid. Like I think it's so fun that it's a live version, and you have his kind of back and forth with people on the stage and then people in the audience. And he's like, just, I don't know, going back and forth with them. I really enjoy that aspect of it. And you hear him kind of laugh throughout the recording as well at certain points. Um, and I don't know, as a kid also, like Santa Claus is coming to town. Like you better watch out, you know, like that's just so iconic, I think, and classic for, a Christmas song, so the more I kind of mulled it over, the higher it got on my list. So um, yeah, and this song was written by J. Fred Coots and Haven Gillespie, Um, and I think the earliest version was recorded by a banjoist called Harry Reeser and his band in 1934.
0: Damn. So, this is old school, yeah, so old school, like, okay, truly, when you talk like when you think back to a kid and like the first songs you ever learned regarding Christmas or the holidays, like Santa Claus is coming to town might be the first one. I mean, it's yeah, because you the better get your break. shit
2: in order or Santa's not coming or he's getting coal for you, you know? like it's one of those threats that you get from people,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. It's like I, I mean, I'm so happy, like I honestly have to go listen to this version because I don't think I have, which is sounds criminal in and of itself, but I need to because I'm so happy the song's on the list because I mean, I do not know if it gets more classic than Santa Claus is coming to town.
1: I, I'd have Thanks. to agree. I'd have to agree. And I think with the bruise version, it's, it's almost year by year. Some years I think it's amazing. Others I'm thinking it's like a little gimmicky. It just it has to hit me in the right mood, but it's, definitely competing for the definitive version for me
2: thanks guys yeah I think I totally agree with what you say babe that I think the some years it hits a chord this year it clearly did (laughs) but other years it's one of those songs that I kind of need a break from but Yeah. yeah I just think it's so fun and I like just how off the cuff it is because it's a live version and so that, I guess, is the unexpected part of the pick. But the fact that it's Santa Claus is coming to town, I mean, can't get more classic than that, right?
1: That's no. what Christmas
0: is about. That's what it's all, all about. Right. Wow.
1: Wow, wow, wow. Okay, town. I mean, top two here.
0: Top two. Very serious. So
2: Very serious.
0: My number two. We finally got there, Mike. Your number five. Oh, yes. Is my number two. Hmm. <sighs> Christmas song in parentheses, Merry Christmas to you by Nat King Cole, the one and only. I mean, Mike, you can start us off. But yeah, this this is from from 1945 uh, written by Robert Wells and Mel Torme. So give us a little bit about this, my friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, there's this. Well, I'm glad we both think the Nat King Cole version is the
0: definitive. There's no question.
1: Well, the Sinatra is pretty good, though. It and is. The Christine Aguilera is pretty good, too. Just throwing that out
0: there. And and by the way, I want to just make a make a note. It was written in 1945 by those those two, but it was released in 1946. The Nat King Cole first version that, that came out. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, I think this is this, you know, we were talking about the songs like that you have at the beginning of the year, what type of environment you want when you're listening to the song. This to me is like, it's the perfect all-rounder. It's sort of any
0: any
1: occasion, any moment. It's one of the first ones I think of every year, but it's, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to get more Christmas than chestnuts roasting (laughs) on an open fire. It's just, I mean, that's Christmas, you know, what can you say? That's fucking Christmas.
0: I want you to know, I just had my, arm my arms in the air just like shaking just like so excited that you were singing that how
1: can you not and again you know this may be a list for another time but nat king cole easily top five christmas voices
0: oh my god could be number one he's it's all time like you you could not have said it better mike any moment throughout the holiday season this song is is the right mood no single song makes me feel cozier like i'm sitting bundled up at a fire and you know just in 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 at home with the christmas tree there presents under the tree maybe watching a movie it's there's nothing that gets me more in that dreamlike state than this song it is it is absolute perfection I debated it for number 1 honestly. It's it's so and this is for me the one that kept going up the list because it started probably around number 5 and I was like, "Oh yeah, I really love this one." I like not that I forgot about it, just like there's a couple that I th- I had on my mind and then as I'm going through the songs I'm like, "Oh, this is one of my favorites." And as I kept listening over and over to all the songs, I was like, "This is like maybe the best one. Like this is one of the best." So it landed at number two, and and yeah, hats off to Nat King Cole, just absolutely murders it on this
2: track. Yeesh, guys, I'm gonna have to.
0: How dare you? <laughs> what, no.
2: gentlemen? No, I'm so sorry, but you've hit me on a Scrooge year for this oh. song. Oh no, God. I can't. Okay, I think I agree with what you said that it's one of these iconic ones. This year, I think I'm just looking for, like, something a little bit more uppity, you okay. know? Okay, okay. I have a lot of dorky, upbeat things on my list because maybe that's what I need. Two, like, Christmases, you know, into COVID. Hey, <laughs> we I need, can... We need something to pick us up by our bootstraps, all right? And chestnuts on a fire ain't cutting it.
0: Oh, that those are fighting words. Well, wait a those second. Those fighting <laughs> words. Wait a second.
2: I'm can... putting them up. I can say-
1: both to Karina's credit and arguing against what she's saying. Her and I have made chestnuts together several times. <laughs> I think it's basically because of this song. And here's the thing about chestnuts. They're terrible. And it's They're garbage. To make this song is a lie. Don't ever roast chestnuts in the oven over open fire. Just steer clear of chestnuts.
2: Guys. They're so gross. Don't do it. Come on, you should
0: have known that it's just—it's just for a visual. We're not actually yeah. supposed to do that. I, Come on,
2: it's so convincing. He got me. It's he, so he, convincing. We were fooled. I felt. Oh, we know
0: why Karina doesn't love the song. Yeah. She's so got a little bit of the, the chestnuts. Got some beef about the
2: chestnuts. I. It's the. You know what, guys? You hit. It's right. I. I got. I feel caught by the chestnuts. I don't <laughs> like it.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: No, but in all seriousness, it's a total classic. I think. It's just one of those songs how we were saying, like, some years you're really into it, other years you're not, but it does feel empty if it's not there at all. So maybe one play for me this year, and then okay. next year we'll be back on track. Who knows?
0: I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept it. <laughs> Guys, we're here. Number one. We're at oh the my moment God. of truth.
2: I'm so excited.
1: My number I, one. wow,
2: wow, wow. wow. Do you need a drum roll? Should we drum roll?
1: Only if, it, only in- if you can do Drummer Boy. Drum, bum, bum,
2: bum. bum,
1: bum, 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 I mean, how good is Drummer bum, Boy? Bum, 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 bum. Uh, me and my drum. All right. Yeah, yeah, so okay. Number one is a song that I think it's a bit controversial in the sense that, oh, like, like, for example, my family hates it. Whoa. And and I know a lot of other people, this is like their least favorite. (gasps) I know what it is. Another one where I'm going with the original from 1953. I'll call out several other versions that I think are great. Whoa. Number one, Eartha Kitt's Santa Baby. Bro, amazing song. I'm all about it. I'm waiting. I'm I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop.
2: (laughs) Not what I expected you to say. Oh,
1: okay, all right, all right.
2: So I'm kind of just processing, and I'm glad. I'm cu- I'm pretty glad that you didn't pick what I thought you were gonna
1: pick. Okay, we'll have to, <laughs> what, wait. What did you think I was gonna pick?
2: I don't even want to say it
1: okay. now. All okay. well, right. wait
0: until after it. we finish number one, all of <laughs> us. Yeah, maybe. And then you have to say it. Yeah. Maybe okay. It's my fine. One.
2: Okay. It, it won't be
1: guaranteed. Okay. Did you think I was gonna say Dominic the donkey? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out, Lou Monti and Dominic the donkey. Big fan. Oh Big fan for all the paisans. Everybody knows <laughs> Rudolph cannot climb the hills of Italy. That's why they're a donkey. Okay. All right.
0: Santa baby. Santa
1: baby. I just, Santa baby. This is that different song. It has a totally different vibe. It always yep. kind of, you know, gets me like sort of upbeat. It's one of the very few like sexy Christmas songs. Um, And it's, you know, I mean – you could just sign whatever meeting you want, but this is effectively about gold digging, you know? And that's what Christmas is really about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and here our Scrooge has appeared again.
1: If you can't trade sexual favors for yachts on Christmas, then what are we doing here? That's what are
2: point. we doing? Okay? <laughs>
1: uh, but yeah, I think the original is the best, Eartha Kit. But I mean, the Gwen Stefani version that came out a few years ago, I think, is very good. Dude, how
0: about the Kylie wow. Minogue version?
1: Kylie Minogue's all right. Ariana Grande version's all right. And one that you may not have heard, Trisha Yearwood. She's a country singer. Love her version as well.
2: Oh, I haven't heard that.
1: The Madonna version? Oh. Terrible. Don't ever listen to that. But besides that. Shots fired. It's, I think a lot of people do it because it's kind of that one sort of sexy song. So
2: yeah. I just love it.
1: I just love it.
0: You know what? I love this pick. Um, I had considered it and – I I think what you said about it has its own vibe. It is first of all, it is sexy, but it also it almost combines like the slower pace of like a Christmas song or it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, but with an upbeat sexy vibe to yeah. that. Yeah, if that love makes that. any yeah. sense. Yeah. So it's like I I just the way every time Santa Baby. It's it's so oh my god. It's an absolute classic.
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure that Michael Bublé also has a version of Santa
0: Baby. I no would, way he's no. as good as all these other I versions, would
1: not advise. I would not advise.
0: Ugh. Does he really? He,
1: he does, yeah.
2: Come Get on, Michael. Michael. The boobs.
1: <laughs> the boobs. What are you doing? Where are you at on Santa Baby?
2: Oh, Santa Baby is one that I think I've appreciated more later on.
0: I agree I with did that. not
2: start liking this song at all and it's still not I would say one of my favorites but it definitely has its like firm place in a Christmas playlist yes I can't deny that but it's not it's not one of my absolute favorites but I do think it needs to be around
0: that's fair I I will say as much as I really love it now it it also was a later in life discovery for me. Maybe because it was sexy and, you know, maybe our parents didn't want to play the sexy song for us. Yeah, for we I think
2: that's a good point. I mean, yeah. I just like some of the other songs we've talked about, like, it's nice to have now that we're older and, you know, so, I guess for Michael and I, like, we spend a lot of Christmases not with, like, traveling to family and stuff. It's nice mm-hmm. to have, like, kind of sexier Christmas songs around sometimes, you know? And not just...
0: The normal yeah maybe be, maybe thing. be by the fire with with a couple glasses of wine
2: ain't no chestnuts around i could promise you
0: <laughs> no. No, chestnut. no chestnuts
2: no chestnuts
1: wow but I, I feel supported you know i thought i know there's a lot of people that don't like it but i'm glad i'm you know people that accept santa baby
0: santa baby <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not dissimilar from the buble version honestly <laughs> oh, oh, no God.
0: i do not like that i'm Coming on with the Ugh. fucking Buble version. Okay. With that said, I need to know the woman, the myth, the legend, Karina. What
2: I hope I don't let you down with one? my number one.
0: We'll find out very shortly.
2: I went back to very, very classic Christmas music since I went a little off the rails for the last okay. two. Smart. So we're back, reins in Hand. My number one is Winter Wonderland. By Bing Crosby,
0: 1962. What a classic. Talk about classic. Oh, man.
2: Firm classic. I feel like this, for me, is kind of maybe what you and Michael had for the chestnuts roasting on the open fire. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that is what I get from this song. It's just really good to kick off you know, your Christmas playlists, but also throughout the Christmas period. It's just good for a lot of different activities, whether you're cooking, decorating, wrapping presents. Um, It's happy. um, And I don't know, I just love it. I think it's great.
0: It's so happy. You could not, you are so right, by the way, that this is another one that you can play at all points throughout the season, whatever you're doing it all. I want you to know that as you were talking about it, I started literally sitting here sort of dancing in my seat. <laughs> I'm sort of like dancing, singing it in my head, just getting all happy. And
2: right? bells are ringing. Are you uh, listening? Right.
1: For me, this is like the definitive Christmas shopping song. Like if you <laughs> walk into a store, and it's <laughs> that is also true. It means also that true. you're at the mall and you're sixteen years old and that's what's playing. like that's yes. that's that's where I am. I'm in Macy's. When I if hear I'm this walking time. into Macy's or T
0: J Maxx, yes. this is playing on it's December fifteenth. There's that's no
2: right. question. True. True, true, true. so maybe it gets overplayed and like maybe that's why it's not I don't know, as special for as many people, but I think it's pretty great. And also, just to add, it was written in 1934. So a lot of freaking 1930s and 40s songs that I picked, at least written in them in those years, um, written by Felix Bernard and Richard Bernard Smith. And it was originally recorded by Richard Himber, which I think also occurred in 1934.
0: That could be. That's one of the oldest on the list. But
1: I mean, between the 30s and the 50s, just banger after banger. Banger.
0: Right?
2: Twas the time to be writing Christmas songs.
0: It really was. It was. And it was. <laughs> they, they they haven't really made any classics since.
1: Oh, disagree. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I down.
0: still have <laughs> one. I still have one. I'm yeah. segueing. Okay. I'm segueing.
2: Segway, <laughs> wait, do you <laughs> need a drum roll? <laughs>
0: oh thank you thank you thank you so look the 30s to the 50s maybe even we'll, we'll call the 60s in it too that was the high point for writing christmas songs and most of the classics we talk about were released in uh in that era and then of course there were there were you know, reworks of different songs by different artists. But then there was one song oh, that wow. <laughs> was released a little bit later than all the rest. In original. I don't even know how it was possible. And I debated if I was really going to put this at number one. But then I thought, there's no song that I can listen to year round that's so Christmas centric. That I love at any point, if it comes on at a party, you better believe I'm going fucking nuts. And shout out to Elliot Morgan and all the Bates crew, because this was just the life of every party I ever went to when I visited those guys in college. It's got to be the 1994 classic, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey.
1: Already crossed it off the list before you said it. It's so clear that's where you were going and and it's i would say of any song really between like the 50s and all the way up to the 90s that just came out instant classic it's got to be this one
0: it's got to be it has over 1 billion plays on spotify i do not what? i think it's one of a few songs in history that has done that
1: underrated it needs at least 2 billion plays
0: i agree and it's just look maybe it's not We've obviously talked about some serious, like cozy, like childhood classics. And this is to me the only, we'll call it a little more modern Christmas song that deserves to be held in those same ranks because it's so universal and loved by, by most people. I'm sure there's some people that aren't as into it, but it's unreal. It's unreal. I just... How did she... I'm not even... I have to be honest. I'm not a big Mariah Carey fan. Not that I don't think her voice... I think her voice is unbelievable. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of the person Mariah Carey based on the things that I've heard over the years, but this song is undeniable. It is all time. It's like... I do. It's absolutely genius. Like the fact that she was able to write this 50, you know, 40 plus years past really any of these amazing Christmas classics being written blows my mind to this day. Every time that, that opening, you know, it opens with her. It's like sort of the slow intro. And then we just drop into the, to the, to the excitement and the energy. Oh my God. Every time it gets me every time to this day, to this day.
2: It's a great pick. It's a solid pick. I think it's, I can't disagree. I think that it's probably, well, So it's probably the most modern song that any of us have picked. But I think it's slotted in smoothly with those picks that we have so far that we've spoken about. I think it has its solid pedestal amongst all of these Christmas songs. And can't go without playing Ryan Carey, can you? You can't. You can't do it.
0: You can't do it. I'm having a bit of an off here on
1: this song, which is not to say that it's, it's bad or anyway. It still made it to my, my top 15. I was seriously considering it. But this, I mean, we were kind of dancing around it before the pod just talking. But for me, this is where you cut off the classics.
0: Like it's right at, after it's, this
1: it's one. It's at this song. Yeah. Yes. This is this is in and then everything else is out. This I belongs, totally agree. This belongs with everything else. I mean, it's just as much of a staple as anything that's been written, honestly. And to do that in the 90s, like you said, 40, 50, 60 years after all these other ones. I mean, it's incredible.
2: That's impressive.
1: It's Seriously impressive.
2: impressive. I think she has firmly set this bar high and like making sure that she – is stuck in and considered this classic song amongst all the rest. And I I just think that's really impressive so many years later.
0: Agreed. And I, I, I mean, I'd love to be proven wrong off what I'm about to say, but I don't believe that anyone will ever write an original Christmas song that will top. Like, I think this is going to be the last great original Christmas song, personally. Like, truly great in the sense of, like, mainstream hundreds of millions billions of listens big
1: that could be that could be but i do think be. there's been some My very good christmas songs in the 2000s it's gonna be hard to top this though
0: well hey we're gonna talk about those in the next episode
1: yes we are
0: but yeah this this had to be included how could it not be a part of this discussion mariah you know she's she cemented her place in in Christmas history forever and speaking to Karina's um, number one which we said you know is the song that you would hear if you're in a Macy's in the mall or something this is probably the other song that you're always going to hear at some point in a store in a mall or a store over the Christmas holidays and I w- I worked in a TJ Maxx for a year when I was 16 so I can tell you those are the two songs you heard <laughs> the most throughout December <laughs>
1: Can't argue with that.
2: Did Stephen Berry's play this song, babe?
1: No, no. We uh, no Mariah.
2: We- <laughs> Stephen Berry's.
1: <laughs> we only had a loop of like a video that was advertising other Stephen Berry's products. Oh, no. And then we had to put on our own music, like after the store closed. So when I was working there, we listened to a lot of Carter Three. I could just say <laughs> that it was it was it was, a, it was a minute ago and a lot of Carter Three, a lot of. It. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just really getting on the little Wayne train back then, yeah, huh?
1: It, we were serious. Wow,
2: wow. All right, I want to hear your honorable mentions. I'm so curious. All
1: right, first we have to do a little recap. Quick recap.
2: Okay. okay. Quick okay, recap.
0: Okay. So, Mike, you do it. Then Koreans. Then me. All
2: right. I am
1: five. The Christmas song for the little drummer boy. Three sleigh ride. Two, Christmas, baby, please come home. And one, Santa baby.
2: Okay, I am five, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Four, sleigh ride. Three, Maka, Two, Santa Claus is coming to town. And one, winter wonderland.
0: And I am five, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Four, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Three, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Two, the Christmas song. And one, all I want for Christmas is you.
1: Okay. I'll throw out a few honorables and then we can go around. I've got about six or seven that haven't been named.
0: Well, Mike, you want to do this? Give me your two that you had to have on and then let me give you my two and then let's go all around. So my
1: number six was It's Beginning to Look a Lot Like Christmas. Okay. Buble version. And my number seven was This Christmas, Donny Hathaway.
0: Ooh. Okay. Very nice.
2: That's on my honorables.
0: Ooh! so okay. what
1: was your six and seven time?
0: so my six and seven have not been said at all yet which Ooh. number mm. my one of the, the two I hadn't ordered them but one of the two was a holly jolly Christmas by Burl Ives mm, Burl. that's on
2: my honorables
0: oh, it's, it was so hard as I kept listening throughout the week I was like oh my god I love this one so much mm. like, Burl
1: is just outside top five Christmas voices
0: I was gonna say so he, good, he right? could sneak
1: right in. He could sneak he right in. Might contend for five.
0: All right, and so the other song that I didn't include, which I real the reason I didn't include it, and I I'm actually happy I didn't because like I love the song, love it, but I realized that what I really love about it, which almost makes it worth putting in the top five because I think it's so good, is literally just the opening ten seconds, which is Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Holmes.
1: Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Jingle Bell Rock is definitely up there as well.
0: It's, yeah, it's I mean, a good one. It's a good one. But anywho, we've set a couple. Karina, you you take us off. You give us a few.
2: Okay, so you guys have already mentioned a few of mine, and I've had some from your lists that were on my honorables, so I'll skip those. Um, but I have some non-traditional and traditional ones, a little bit of a mixture. So I have Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. Nice. I have... Run, Run Rudolph by Chuck Berry. Oh,
0: nice. I love that song. That's on mine as well. It's
2: so fun, right?
0: so good.
2: (laughs) It's so good. Run, Run Rudolph. Jingle Bells by Frank Sinatra. Um, I just particularly like the intro of that one where he's like, J-I-N-G-L-E, Bells. Like, that's just really (laughs) fun. Love it. Um, And lastly, I have Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by Ella Fitzgerald. Ooh,
1: that for, oh. me, for me, Frank is my favorite version of that. But obviously, I've been holding it down for Ella. So.
0: Those two are obviously the best. I, I don't think I can pick on the spot which one I like more right now. But I can't believe that I didn't actually have that on my honorables. That should be on my honorables. Amazing song.
2: What about you guys?
0: Honestly, the only one that hasn't been said yet on mine... Also, uh, needs to be said by the way. Run, 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 Rudolph, run! The Chuck Berry, Karina that you mentioned—that's like mm. Alex. Alex's other favorite. Is it? Yeah, she's she's big on that one.
2: I think we're very aligned with our Christmas sounds, me and Alex.
0: I I think so. I think Shout so.
2: Out, Alex, and your Christmas taste. Love it. Love uh, it, girl. Keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I'm like as I can hear her through the walls on a work call right now. Um, oh, <laughs> I know. I know. But uh, the only one that has not been said for me is Carol of the Bells. Oh, yeah. John Williams and Mikola Dimitrovich Leontovich. Hopefully I said that right, which is, of course, from Home Alone and is just iconic in its own way. But but yeah, it's like the song itself, not necessarily like... uh, Catchy in the traditional sense, yeah. but instrumentally very, very catchy, and just brings me to a place. So I, I had to have it on the honorable.
1: What about TSO, Trans Siberian Orchestra? I feel like they slay that song.
0: They do. They you know, do you
2: slay. You slay that oh. song. Oh! oh wow!
0: God, wow. we really <laughs> just have a Santa lover in Mike. He's just such a I'm Christmas
2: good. We're breaking it downtown. You and me, slowly. Are. Yes. <laughs>
0: um yes. okay
1: wrapping up my list elvis blue christmas
0: oh yeah uh, that's a good
2: one that's a good one
1: what
0: about wham last christmas oh, oh my god <sighs> how did we forget that
2: i knew you were gonna say that one so i didn't say it it's a good one solid
1: I th- i'd say the last one that has to be there for me is i'm uncanceling baby it's cold outside it's been uncanceled i decided the song is fine and everybody needs to relax and it's a classic Wait, I'm full. I didn't realize it got
0: canceled. Oh, it's
1: canceled. It's
2: canceled. I'll I'll uncancel it with you. I agree. I I'm think uncanceling
0: it's, it
1: too. Because because you it's know whoever singing the male part is like you know pressuring the female part to like stay, and it's I I think people are misunderstanding. I think it's totally playful. She doesn't. It's not like he's like holding her hostage. People are freaking out. Uncanceled, baby. It's called outside. Bonafide.
2: Classic. Wait, I need to know. What each of you would pick, what version of that song is your favorite? No restrictions.
1: You and I, babe, we've been listening to the Seth MacFarlane, Sarah Borelis, the oft maligned version, and I, I'm digging it right now. I think it's my favorite this season.
2: Oh, wait, that was wait. really good. I also listened to the Brett Eldridge and Megan Trainor one, and that was pretty good also too. Also good. Also good. Brett Eldridge, I didn't even know who he was, and like his voice is super Christmassy, but obviously it's the more modern, like these are newer versions, right? But.
0: I can't remember. I need to listen to these. I'm just going to put them on for like half a second each. I need to just see between Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra.
1: Okay. While well, Town is listening to those, can we talk about Rudolph? Yes. The DMX version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is is the definitive.
2: Get out of here!
0: Wait, what did you just say, Mike?
2: <laughs> he just mentioned Rudolph... DMX in Christmas. Oh, DMX <laughs> Rudolph is so good. Are
0: you hey, kidding? rest in peace to my yeah, man RX, X, a but. Legend. But look, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, we haven't said yet, like in general, and that's another absolute classic. Um Frosty the Snowman as well. I feel like those two and Santa Claus is Coming to Town are like the first three Christmas songs you learn as a little kid. But um but okay, by the way, definitive version for me, Dean Martin. Baby it's okay. cold outside. Right.
1: Okay.
2: Dean Martin. Who is that with? Do you know? Because I think he was the one who did it with like a a group of females like it wasn't just a single female voice and I didn't really like that as much wait did you say Frank Sinatra
0: it's Marilyn Maxwell oh no I said Dean Martin I don't I don't love I don't love the Frank Sinatra version I thought that that was one yeah that one's a little bit more like um I don't know how I would put it maybe that's got the the multiple
2: maybe there's one female. of them that has like multiple and I didn't like No, you're that. right Definitely. you're right
0: you don't like the Dean Martin one then because it does actually say Dean Martin and female chorus but it is Ooh, one sorry yeah it's okay that's okay I can accept that
2: I mean I love Dean Martin obviously because I like have him on my list
0: mm-hmm. So there's another maybe. version I really do like of this song and I'm just there's just so many it's hard you know there's a lot of versions of this song
2: yeah, so many versions I have to say, just a shout out to even the version with Zoe Deschanel and um, Will Ferrell <laughs> yes, in Elf, like Elf, the actual like film version of it. I thought was so fun and hysterical, and I loved it. And Zoe Deschanel's voice is really cool; I love it.
0: Yeah, that's a good shout. That's a good shout. I think like I'm trying to think if there's any other songs that we have completely forgot. You know what? I think the one song that's on the top of my head that we just haven't said. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree by, by Brenda Lee. Not one of my faves. But Not I, one of my I faves either, but I feel like we have to mention it because we've mentioned almost everything else.
1: There's a few. <laughs> Mistletoe and Holly, Frank Sinatra.
2: Oh, that's a really Ooh. good one. I almost put that on my on my um honorables.
1: Step into Christmas, Elton John. I mean, that's a classic. Ooh, I forgot about that one. Did we do Wonderful Christmas Time? I don't think we did. No. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's it. I can't think of any more like absolute stone-cold classics that you hear every year
0: yeah meli just want to bring that back just want to bring that yes, back, bring
2: back. i don't even
1: know how to spell it it's very confusing i can't get it's actually it.
2: very phonetically spelled i can't get just behind showing it.
0: it i'm just sorry to say
2: it. between town me and alex we'll just sing the praises of meli Maka for you so it's okay exactly all right
1: well, exactly. i'll sing the praises of dmx rudolph
0: Guys, this has it. just been just been a holly jolly time, hasn't it?
2: Oh my gosh, yes.
1: Uh it has been a very I mean, we like we said at the beginning, been waiting for you to come on the perfect occasion, something you're very passionate about and this this was it. And once again, coming from me, the Christmas hater, I'm driving this episode and the next episode. So, get off my back. Wow. wow.
2: I Just want to say thank you guys so, so much for having me. I'm so thrilled to finally get on an episode and this of all episodes, I feel like is a perfect, perfect one for me. So thank you for having me. And I just want to say I'm really proud that you've selected to do Christmas themed podcasts. I just don't want to blow over that. I find that kind of big deal, you know? Wow. For being a Scrooge. Maybe you're not so much of a Scrooge after all.
0: I accept the praise. We're just unearthing this live on the pod. It's incredible. And and Karina, <laughs> we're honored that you came on. You crushed it. Can't wait oh, till you shucks. come on again one day down, down the line for another perfect topic whenever that comes up.
2: Can't wait. Can't wait till next time. We'll find it.
0: We will indeed. Everyone out there. We hope you had a Merry Christmas. We hope you're having a great boxing day, even if you're in the States and you don't celebrate it, because you should, because it's great, and because Blink-182 wrote a song about it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to see you next week for another Christmas-themed episode. So we love you. You know where to find us, Top Fives and Deep Dives on Instagram, Top Dives on Twitter, and uh, happy holidays, everyone. Happy New Year. Peace.
1: Top 5's deep dives without a PTM Top five deep dives without a PTM Top five deep dives without a PTM Top 5's deep dives without a PTM My favorite director would have to be Martin Scorsese Followed by Quentin Tarantino
2: Ain't no chestnuts around, I could promise you that. No chestnut.